can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and I am coming to you live. No commercials, no ads, talking some Celtics here. I had the opportunity to go to this Celtics game, second game of preseason, against the Raptors in person, and what an electric atmosphere it was. The Celtics came out with a huge victory. I do want to give a quick shout-out. This is not an ad. This is just a massive shout-out to our friends at the Be Real app. And I'll put a link in this in the description here. But ended up winning three free tickets to tonight's game in the Loge box, eight rows up, right behind the Celtics bench. Absolutely incredible tickets. And before I go into today's game, talk about how incredible it was. I do want to say, I got a wave back from five different Celtics players, as well as Abby Chin. What a day it was. Got to take two of my best friends to the game, watch some Celtics basketball. One of my favorite things in the world. And got a shout-out from some Celtics players. What a day to be alive, guys. What a day to be alive. Let's dive into this game here. One, absolutely love some of the circumstances that Adoka put this team in tonight. Romeo Lankford got inserted into the starting lineup. I know he said, don't read into starting lineups too much. Totally get it, because I don't think that Romeo will be a starter. However, he played fantastic basketball tonight. Looked really strong. Then again, so did pretty much everybody else. Tonight was just a, it was a fun game to watch. It was a really fun game to watch. Overall, I mean, you look at the way Romeo played tonight, and I'll start with him because honestly, like, we've been trying to figure out where Romeo fits into the mix here, where he's going to get minutes. Last season, we looked at Shemi as that 3 and D type guy. We haven't really seen that from Romeo so far. And. Honestly, it's kind of fair. Like, I don't know. I think we've been we've been trying to get to that point with him, but we haven't quite gotten there. Tonight, he looked like he could be that guy. Overall, you look at the you look at the box score for Romeo Langford, and he went three of four from three, five of six from the field, thirteen points. Like, you can't ask for more out of that guy. Overall, super, super solid game from Romeo Langford. And you look at some of the other guys that like you don't really expect much from. And I'm going to go to Grant Williams next. Like, I've talked about this in the past. I do not think that Grant Williams 
deserves all the flack, all the trash talk that he gets. I really don't. Because at the end of the day, the guy has, is, is just a solid defender. His three-point shooting is solid. It's definitely serviceable. And at this point, like at least in the first two games, it's very, very evident that Grant Williams has lost significant weight. He is moving better defensively. He's He looks like at least his shot is solid this year. Like tonight, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. Solid. 12 points, 3 rebounds, and a block. A massive block at that. Like Grant tonight, I'm... I'm just going to say it. I thought he looked fantastic. People can yell at me in the comments. Yes, he had a bad shot or two. I don't give a shit. Honestly. The guy tonight looked excellent. You know? And honestly, like, if you look at the, the rest of the team, I'm just trying to pick players that you know don't really get the shoutouts that they may deserve. Pritchard's another guy. He ended the night 11 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds. Looked solid all night long. All night long. Like, I'm telling you, this this Celtics team is far different than what we've seen in the past. And this is, this is exciting. This is exciting to hear. Because this Celtics team, if you go back last year... Nobody really was excited watching these games. I love nothing more than sitting on the couch watching a Celtics game. There are a few things. Last year was a very tough year to watch. Because they did not show effort defensively. They didn't move the ball. They played a lot of ISO basketball. And it's tough. It was tough to watch. Throughout the entire season. The first two games of preseason. Again, I totally get that it's preseason. You can't really chalk much of this up to being legitimate come regular season. But the defense seems like it's there. Up and down, this team was running all over the floor tonight. Offensively, defensively. The other area the Celtics really struggled with last year was moving the ball. Tonight was not that case. Last game was not that case. Last game, you might make the argument that they passed the ball too many times. Tonight, they had 29 assists. 29 assists on 38 field goal makes. On 38 field goals. That is just incredible. Like, absolutely incredible looking at that stat. And this is the this is the Celtics team that Udoka is pushing. Right? Like, we've known that Ime Udoka is a defensive-minded coach. A lot of people were questioning what his offensive prowess was. And looking at the first two preseason games... It's pretty it's pretty evident that he is really pushing ball movement. He talked about pace of play a lot in the preseason at Media Day. And 
a lot of a lot of people might interpret pace of play differently, but when you hear pace of play, you're typically your brain most of the time goes to trying to push the ball in transition. And while that's certainly fair and while that's part of pace of play, you also need to think about the pace of play within a half court offense. And that's the part that goes past a lot of people. He talked about trying to get, trying to make a decision within a second, within a half second sometimes. If you're gonna if you're gonna make a move to the basket, make a move to the basket. If you're gonna pass, pass. If you're gonna try to up fake and put together a shot, do it. And these are the differences that if you look at the last couple of games, the Celtics have taken advantage of. Like we're not getting to a point where there's three seconds on the shot clock and Jason Tatum's just trying to figure out an ISO move. We saw a lot of that last year. And not that there's not that there's anything wrong with that on occasion, but you don't want that as your primary offense. Like I think the offense, the, at least the last two preseason games, has been much more fluid. Like it looks like they're they're enjoying the game. Like they're trying to make the team better. This is it. Like this is this is what you want as a Celtics fan. Like this is a type of basketball that you can get behind. And that's that's all it's about at this point, right? Preseason is about trying to get behind your team. And it's pretty damn easy at this point. This team has been fun. This team has been fun. I tweeted this earlier. Honestly, like my player of the game tonight is Dennis Schroeder. He didn't even play because of his knee contusion, which, again, not fun. Want him to be back. Would have very much loved to watch him play live. But tonight, he was by far probably the biggest impact out of the players on their team. And he didn't play a minute. That guy did not sit the entire game. And this is something that if you're watching at home, you'll never even notice. I would never have noticed that Dennis Schroeder was a huge team guy. But tonight, I was 15 feet behind him. He was one of the guys that I mentioned earlier where he looked up at me and waved. The guy was standing for probably 46 of the 48 minutes tonight. And he was cheering on his team. And he was talking to people in the huddle. He was trying to talk to people throughout all the timeouts. He was one of the leaders on this team. And he's been given a lot of flack. Not necessarily from Celtics fans for fumbling the bag, right? He's the guy turned down a four-year, $84 million deal with the Lakers. Wanted to test free agency because he thought he could get $100 million. That didn't happen. So guess what? He signs with the Celtics for $5.8 million. On media day, he was asked about that. He said that the fit wasn't there in Los Angeles. And he wanted to find a place where he could play the way he wanted to play. And he thought Boston was that place. And part of me, 
didn't agree. Like I, I thought he was just trying to cover up his mistake. And while that still might be the case, tonight really, really made it look like he wanted to be here. And this is this is coming from a guy that was just sitting in the stands watching the game. He looked like he wanted to be a part of this Boston Celtics team. And that to me is a very, very encouraging sign. Like there is nothing better than having a guy that should be making close to $20 million a year and signing him for less than six. Like this is this is the type of luck that every team that wins a championship needs to come across, right? And I'm not going to sit here and tell all of you that the Celtics are winning the NBA Finals because it's unlikely. It's certainly unlikely. But if you look at the team that we have this year compared to the teams that we've had in the last couple, this is a very exciting team to watch. The depth is significantly better. Like you look at, you know, a 15 man roster this year versus what we had last year, it's not even close. It is not even close. Like you've got Josh Richardson, you've got Grant Williams, you've got guys that can play the game of basketball. Last season, we had Carson Edwards, who's no longer in the NBA, Tremont Waters, who's probably not going to be in the NBA, and Taco Fall, who doesn't deserve to be in the NBA if he wasn't 7 feet 12, if he, if he wasn't a million feet tall. He's like 7'6". The guy doesn't deserve to be in the NBA. He's not talented enough. People will argue with me on that. I love Taco. He's an incredible guy. Incredible human. Still have commercials going for him in Boston. Does not deserve to be in the NBA. But those are the type of guys that the Celtics had to rely on last year. That's not the case this year. The Celtics have some depth. And it is very, very fun to watch. You look tonight, like honestly, the 15th man for this Celtics team might be Ennis Cantor, who just happened to be the team's leading rebounder tonight. Didn't play a ton, played 15 minutes, but in those 15 minutes got 10 rebounds, which was the highest on the Celtics. Like, these are the differences between last year's team and this year's team. The depth is very well noted. And it's, it's possible. A, self, a championship, while it's not likely, and I'm not going to try to argue with someone that tells me that it's not going to happen, it's not likely, but it's certainly more possible than it has been in the past. Like, we're going back talent-wise, or maybe not talent-wise, but depth-wise, back to that, like, 2018 team when you had Marcus Morris, you had Terry Rozier, Kyrie. Like, you had a team of just people that could play basketball. This is a deep, deep Celtics team. And... 
if they can keep up that defensive intensity that Ime Doka is is preaching, if they can continue to move the ball the way that Ime is trying to get them to move the ball, this is going to be a team that can put together a good run. Again, not saying that they're going to win the NBA Finals, but it's certainly possible if a couple things go in their favor. Like tonight's game, while again, it was a two-point win against a Toronto Raptors team that kind of took a hit in the last year because of trades, because of people that have been hurt, whatever it may be, people leaving in free agency. Obviously, Kyle Lowry's gone. Pascal Siakam didn't play tonight. Like, the team is certainly different, and it's worse. This is still a good win. Like, you watch guys like Neesmith, like Pritchard, like Romeo, that are on, like, the cusp of playing time. And they balled out tonight. All three of them. All three of them played really solid basketball. And that right there is the point that, you know, I'm I'm just excited about. This Celtics team is different. And it's gonna be a fun year. It's gonna be a really fun year. That's what we got. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up there. It is pretty late. I am riding the high of being in the stands of tonight's game. 15 feet from the Celtics bench. What a game it was. But that's what we got, Celtics fans. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join the Boston Celtics Till I Die Facebook page. And make sure to tune in. Again, next preseason game, because we are going to be running this back every game the rest of the season. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.